Well, a decision needed to be made by 5 p.m. on Wednesday, Eastern Standard Time with James Harden picking up or not picking up the the $47.4 million option to remain with the Philadelphia 76ers. We'll get into what happened and why it's a good thing for the 76ers as we begin right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On 76ers is partnering with Arcade One Up to give away three free NBA Jam Shack machines. That's right, three. These are the guys known for making the incredible retro three-quarter scale at-home arcade games like Pac-Man, Golden Tee, and many more. Enter to win on arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's arcade1up.com slash locked on for your chance to win one. Welcome. You are locked on 76ers. We appreciate you joining. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia alongside my partner and co-host Keith Pompey, Sixers beat writer for TheInquirer.com. Keith, man, he decided to opt out. What's going on? What's going on? Let me tell you this. If I had a boy that was like James Harden, I mean, I don't know if I wouldn't get his name tattooed on me. I wouldn't do that. that Okay. But, damn, I think I would name my first child, my second child, and my third child after him for what he did. Wow. Okay. If I was PJ Tucker, I mean, for what he did today, I mean, for what he did yesterday was, uh, was commendable. Hey, it was commendable. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers, folks. Your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available wherever you get your podcast, including on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On 76ers. Well, let's get into it, man. It's $47.4 million opt-in or opt-out. If he opted in, we knew he was staying and they would negotiate something long-term, whether it was two, three, four, five years, whatever it might have been. That's what they were going to do. But we also discussed the possibility, which was the other side of him opting out, but doing so to still remain with the 76ers and taking a shorter deal, two, three three years, and we don't know the number, but we're guessing still somewhere in the 30-plus, north of 30-plus million for James Harden. And what he does, as Keith mentioned, he opens up the opportunity to do exactly what Keith reported last week before anybody else, that P.J. Tucker was the target for the 76ers. It's not done yet. But as we sit here today with you on Tuesday, on Thursday, leading into the 6 p.m. start time for a free agency, Eastern Standard Time, we know we think that's the plan at it this is point. The plan, bro. Yes, that's the plan. That's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. Like if it doesn't happen, be shocked. Or somebody mess something up. You know. <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. Right. That's so, so with this, Keith, I mean, look. As you said, that maybe P.J. Tucker with all the tattoos, he can get James Harden's name tattooed somewhere and nobody would notice it uh, because he doesn't want to have his teammates name tattooed on his body. But, man, he's free. He's he's freeing up some money. He's doing exactly what he said he would do, whether we believed it at the time or not. He said he was going to do it to help in any way for this franchise to win. 
so far, first things first, he did just that. Oh, exactly. So for the people, <clears throat> like Dee said, you know, it was one of those things that, you know, P.J. Tucker has been the target for a minute for the Sixers. Like the Sixers love his toughness. Joel Embiid, after they lost to the Miami Heat in the second round, said we need a P.J. Tucker type player. And, you know, sources like last week, someone said, sources told me three years, 30 million. That's what Sixers going to offer. And then as it progressed, you start hearing it, you know, more and more and, and, and this and that. And then, you know, I spoke to three sources that before I wrote the article who said it's a done deal. I had another one say I would be shocked if it doesn't happen. But the problem was, like D alluded to or, or talked about, was the Sixers didn't have the cap space available. Now, from what I'm hearing is it was one of those things, D, where the Sixers were trying to make trades. They were trying to do whatever they could. And if you notice, James' announcement didn't come until like five o'clock. So, but one source was saying, look, Keith, I'm telling you, it's done. It's done. It's like if if they can't make a trade, James is going to take less money, right? He did that. And that's why I say it's commendable because, yes, he's going to get that money on the back end. But at the same time, he just made the 76ers a better team. Because he, did. he yeah, a, a, a better team. And I know some people might say, but look, dude, the guy is 6'5", 250 pounds. He's 37 years old, but he brings the toughness. He's an enforcer. He's this. He's that. He's old school basketball, but who can shoot a three? So this is the type of guy that James Harden needs to to help him out, the type of guy Joel Embiid needs to help him out, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Hires, you know, if he's still on his roster. But I think when 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 you add all that stuff up, the fact that James took that took the opt out. Now don't get it twisted, y'all. James is still going to get paid. It's just that what's going to happen is it's going to be a longer contract, and he's most likely going to get a lot of money on the back end, you know, for what he's doing. And I think that people, and correct me if I'm wrong, D, but there are a lot of people who were saying, "Don't pay him, don't pay him." But the stuff that he did last night by opting out to enable the Sixers to go out there and get some guys, people in Philly is like, that's our type of guy. Yeah. Well, He's so, the team so, many, so many people, Keith, just to let people know who are 76 er fans uh, around the world, around the country, and are checking us out here on the podcast. Uh, it was. It was like that. A lot of people don't give him, don't give him the money, don't give him the max. He's going to opt in. You have to accept that. That's okay. But you didn't want to give him anything long term. You didn't want to. People did not want to extend him. Now, uh, when on social media, uh, listening again, as we do this very, very early uh, again, that so many Sixer fans have changed the tune and said, listen, I may not have wanted to give him the money. I may not have wanted him to get a a long term extension or even that that player opt in at forty seven point four. But I owe him an apology because he said what he said about at the end of the year, and he said it at his introductory press conference, I'm going to do whatever I can and whatever it takes to make it easier for us to win a championship. Now, they haven't bounced the basketball again for the 22-23 campaign. We don't know what the roster is going to be starting at 6 p.m. tonight. However, first thing first is it had to be what he needed to do uh, outside of trying to trade maybe some other people on the roster to move them along to create that space, Keith, that you talked about on draft night first by moving Danny Green into 23. 
but we also heard Matisse Thibault's name, possibly Furkan Korkmaz and Shake Milton, Tobias Harris. None of those things have happened as of yet. So the only other part was to, on the 29th, by 5 p.m., James Harden had to make a decision, and he did that. And right now he has ingratiated himself, Keith, a quick 180 for a lot of people uh, turning uh, how they feel about James Harden uh, before they start off the 22-23 campaign. So he is in the good graces of Sixer fans right now. And next things, next thing up is to see what Daryl Morey, Elton Brand, Doc Rivers in the front office do to make sure that they put the right, use the use the funds correctly and put the right personnel around Embiid, Harden, Maxi, Harris, and, and go from there. So great job by James Harden to uh, keep his word. Uh, on the other side, we'll keep this conversation going, but we'll also dive into a little bit more of what now happens with P.J. Tucker and his number, as Keith talked about, and maybe look at some of the other things that have transpired since then with some other players around the league that are either uh, having their options picked up or, or not picked up, and they are now restricted or unrestricted free agents. We'll dive into all of that next right here on Locked On 76ers. And first things first, though, I got to tell you, as we talk about basketball, got to talk about basketball in the arcade form boom shakalaka we all loved it if i said that what game do you think i'm talking about growing up as a kid now wait a second all right there's a second we have big news the one the only nba jam is back arcade one up the leader in at-home retro arcade games is not only bringing the best game ever back they're making it bigger than ever with a wait for it Shaq edition machine. Absolutely. Shaq wasn't in the game when we played as younger kids, but we had the Seattle Supersonics with Gary Payton and Sean Kemp or the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan couldn't be in it, but Scottie Pippen could be in there and so many others, Philadelphia, Charles Barkley, all of it. We loved the game growing up. I know I did. My family did. And people are are obsessed with NBA Jam. And I'm thrilled to tell our listeners that you can once again play hoops with NBA legends in this arcade classic jump clear across the court set the ball on fire and one of the first sports games ever to feature real and digitized nba licensed teams no fouls no free throws and no quarters required complete with free friends and family through all new wi-fi leaderboards we didn't have this feature making you more connected than ever pre-order now from arcade oneup.com that's arcade the number one up.com for an estimated early september ship date it'll be here sooner than you think folks rk one up is the place for fun they've got even more classic like golden team mortal Kombat, and many others starting at just 399 dollars. check this out they are also giving away a nba jam shack edition to a locked on listener you could be the lucky one all you have to do is enter for a chance to win a game console for your man cave at arcade one up.com slash locked on that's arcade the number one up.com slash locked on You've got till July 8th, that's right around the corner, to enter to win NBA Jam Shaq Edition console. Don't miss out. Enter today. Who are you going to play with on NBA Jam? Do it today, people. Do it today. You don't want to miss out on that Shaq Edition game console. Thank you, folks, for making Locked On 76ers your first listen for your next listen. Check out the Locked On Now podcast for nightly recaps of every NBA game, every NBA situation going on around the league, the top stories with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, all right, the numbers for P.J. Tucker, you mentioned reported it. Three years, 
$30 million. You also talked about three years, 27, close to 27 with the uh, option of, with the incentives moving that to that $30 million. So I'm very curious to see how they structured this uh, going forward with not only James Harden contract, but also with PJ Tucker's contract as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where you can assume that right now they can probably give them, I mean, you assume that they, they could probably give them, you know, the, the, the three straight up 30 guaranteed because right. see, the, the thing is, you know, right now at three years, uh, 27, that's no different than what Miami is trying to give them. Right. So let's, let's, if we, so we know what the offer sheet is, right? Three years, 30, 27 guaranteed. And then the rest incentives, right. Incentive reachable and attain uh, attainable incentives that he can get right now here's the deal so you really want the guy now you got a little bit more money to wiggle room whatever a little bit more but you know miami's a tax three state so if you saying 27 27 guaranteed the same miami that's a better work is is deal because right. you're going to get more money so mm-hmm. i would assume that you know they would possibly we said 330 but i would assume that it would be all guaranteed fully guaranteed but you never know you never know what 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 can happen because there also is like it's going to get deep the cap is going to go up a little bit increases stuff like that but you would assume that since they got the money maybe they can give them all 30. maybe they can and the other part that we also look at is keith the availability with the biannual exception also the veteran minimum that they could potentially throw at some people out there some other things to make happen and we won't ignore of course since we talked about it on wednesday the trade possibilities with someone like tobias harris still and still a possibility you, you know as we get ready for it, things could change and we'll get into a little bit later uh, a trade that did go down on wednesday that impacts the eastern conference and the standings overall but uh, names that uh, i saw that popped up keith uh, two in particular uh, that were going to be restricted free agents, one being the former Villanova Wildcat, former Milwaukee Buck, and now, at least at the time being, former Sacramento King, unless he decides to stay there, Dante DiVincenzo, the local product from the Delaware area. He is now an unrestricted free agent uh, based on the, uh, pardon me, a restricted free agent, my apologies, based on the uh, not being able to come to terms on anything. So with that, Right now, seeing where where they are with Dante DiVincenzo, I remember one particular report, Keith, that did come out by the end of the season where he was unhappy with the playing time since he was traded during the trade deadline from Milwaukee to Sacramento. And it was basically the thoughts coming from the camp was trying to decrease his value uh, as a free agent or unrestricted, right? So that was coming from the camp. You heard that. So, But according to reports, Sacramento did decline the offer of Dante DiVincenzo, the qualifying offer, making him uh, an unrestricted free agent. My apologies. He is unrestricted based on the reports from ESPN, Keith. So with that, he's free to go wherever he wants. Maybe maybe he comes to Philadelphia. Maybe he goes elsewhere as a, a player before the injury to his foot that had shown the versatility as a combo guard, tough defender, someone who can be a secondary ball handler and we know he can knock down shots and he can create for himself as well. So a very valuable piece. And I don't know where he goes. I don't know what kind of money he's going to command. And I, I don't believe he can, he will be a 
a biannual candidate. I don't think so. I think he'll get a lot more than that. But in the event that they could put something together, maybe some sort of sign and trade, Keith, just as the player himself, <clears throat> what do you think about the fit here in Philadelphia? I think he's a great fit, but the, the only, I mean, I think he's a great fit. Let me get into that. You know, I, I like the fact that he's a local guy, um, so he gets it. You know, he, he's a champion, played at Nova. You know, he was one of those guys where you always said, man, how come they didn't go out and get Dante DiVincenzo? I mean, I guess you could say that for just about every Villanova. Well, I mean, in that particular case, he was there when Zaire Smith was the eventual player to come back in the trade with Phoenix. Why not ask for Dante DiVincenzo instead of Zaire Smith? I understand the upside, the, the youthfulness and all that. But to your point, he was there. Yeah, he was there. But so my thing is, I like everything he does is shoot champion i mean he won in the pros he won in, in in college the only thing that i get leery of is when you don't have a when you when you don't have a lot of when you don't have a lot of cap space and you start dealing with these restricted things restricted players sometimes you know you're tying up money and then the team can just come out and say yep we want them and he's a good player that where some people well, are going remember, to remember he's he's now unrestricted since they didn't give him the qualifying. Well, he's unrestricted. He's now. unrestricted. Okay, I thought you said yeah, he was I, I thought like you. Okay, I thought yeah. okay. But so he's unrestricted. Okay. Well, if they didn't give him the qualifying, yeah, okay, unrestricted, no qualifying offer. Yeah, go after him. But my thing is, yeah, go after him. Go after him hard, but you gotta understand that he has to understand that they don't have a lot of money. Now he's not the type of guy that it's going to command a lot. I don't think, like you said, they can give them that one exception. I mean, they can, they can try to trade a guy real quick and, and then and clear up some space and clear up some space. Cause you know, a guy like him, like typically, you know, sometimes he, if he got something, if he has something set up already, he's going to sign, I mean, commit tomorrow, but typically a guy like him may take a couple of days and the Sixers could, you know, make things happen. But, yeah, I, I like him a lot. I, I I really I would like for them to go for him. Nothing against the players on the current roster, um, reserves, but I think for that bench, he's an instant upgrade. Yeah, instant and, upgrade. and my thing is, I wonder if he wants a starting role. That would be my thing. I won't be. He did start on that that Milwaukee championship team before the injury, and they eventually made the trade for PJ Tucker, but he was still starting. And uh, I just wonder if he still feels that he he's deserving of a starting role. Now, maybe all that stuff will play out in training camp. But looking at the situations, if it is P.J. Tucker, like you talked about, and I believe it is. And I believe obviously I believe you. So in my opinion, Tucker's going to start in the front court with Harris and Embiid, with Maxie and Harden being your other two starters. That leaves Dante DiVincenzo coming off the bench with George Niang, DeAnthony Melton, et cetera. I wonder if he feels like there's a starting role for him elsewhere, still on a contender where he can get some playing time. So that would be the only uh, drawback uh, with Dante DiVincenzo if he feels like he's still a starting candidate wherever he's going now on the open market. The other player that uh, I found intriguing that uh, with the Oklahoma City Thunder, I've talked about him before, and he's kind of a clone of P.J. Tucker, a little more athletic, better shooter, and can put the ball on the floor. Uh, His name is... That one, Lou Dort, <laughs> big, big fan of Lou Dort. And the Oklahoma City Thunder did cl- decline the $1.9 million team option, making him a restricted free agent, allow him to side, uh, assign 
negotiate new deal and free agency. Now that's based on the reports, restricted free agent to your point, then tying up money for a couple of hours, days where that may not be beneficial for the Sixers. But uh, again, a younger version of PJ Tucker, that would have been a nice one. That's one that if Tobias Harris, when we talked about him fitting under the cap, because Oklahoma city had so much space, Lou Dort was the one I'm saying, at least when they take that, send Lou Dort back here. I'll take that. That's how good I, that's how much I like him. But that's going to be difficult uh, with the, uh, the restricted part of it for Lou Dort. But look, man, again, great job by them. Keith, when we get back, we need to talk about, uh, oh, one more before we go. TJ Warren, unrestricted. Unrestricted. I like TJ Warren, too. Coming off two years, we have no idea uh, of what his, where he is, how much money he's going to command, but he he is a, a player that can come off the bench and score. So that's another one that I do like. But let's uh let's take a quick break. We come right back, Keith, and, and let's get to the uh, final segment where we talk about the trade with the Atlanta Hawks and how they may have improved with the deal that they made next right here, locked on 76ers. And, folks, I got to tell you about – Sakara, if you're feeling good, feeling good about yourself, but you want to feel better, feeling best starts with what you eat. And Sakara helps you live healthy, balanced lifestyles and truly enjoy it with delicious, plant-rich, transformational nutrition that builds a foundation for living in your best body. Looking and feeling your best shouldn't mean deprivation. Instead, choose joy and abundance. Sakara's organic, plant-rich, transformational nutrition programs are designed to help you cultivate body intelligence so you can nourish your body and experience the results you want. Sakara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. Plant-rich ingredients will help you out overall. If, you know, from, from their best-selling metabolism super powder to the foundation, their daily supplement packs. Sakara's products are designed to support your wellness goals anytime, anywhere. Right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash locked on 20 or enter code locked on 20 at checkout. That's sakara, S A K A R A.com slash locked on 20 to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash locked on 20. All right. Welcome back to the locked on 76ers. Podcast, Keith Pompey, Devon Givens. Keith, let's make this a quick one, but it's important just because of what happened with the Atlanta Hawks and the San Antonio Spurs rumors out there that DeJounte Murray was on the market. We uh, heard that maybe New York, possibly Atlanta, and a few other teams. Well, it is Atlanta, Keith, and it wasn't for John Collins. For three first-round picks and a pick swap with Danilo Gallinari, who is set to be a free agent or the final year of his contract, whatever it was, I thought it was a great move by the Atlanta Hawks. I thought it was a great move by uh, the Spurs too, though. I mean, (laughs) both sides. Because because my thing is like, and I like, I like my man. They call him baby boy and, and, uh, Mm -hmm. and and Seattle, DeJounte Murray. But he was like a guy who basically, he's a guy who, he was an all-star this year. So they got him and they was like, the value is high. Yep. You may it was never been as high before. And they came out 
and said, we want four first round picks for the dude. And I'm thinking, are y'all crazy? There's no one going to give you four first round picks for this dude, right? That's what you're thinking. You look at it like Ben Simmons, the Sixers wanted all these first round picks. Nobody would give it to him. They got it. So the thing is, yes, good move for 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 who? For so so yeah, they got it. So now here's the deal. The deal is, it's like when you give up that much money, it's like when the Sixers gave up all that stuff for Tobias. You're gonna have to pay the dude when in a couple of years. Now again, a couple of years is a couple of years from from now. That's what they figure. So they in the win now. They like your young core, but I think it's a good trade for both teams. Like. For the Spurs, because they got the picks and they're trying to do what they got to do. And for Atlanta, because they got another guard. But, man, four first-round picks for that dude? I mean, good player. But it was like, it's not like, that's what you give up for Kevin Durant. That's what you give up for James Harden. Stuff like that. Sure, but you also look at, and the reports were also, they wanted a Drew Holiday-like package. And that's what they got. And you yeah. saw the value of what Drew Holiday meant to that Milwaukee Bucks. So I think it just simply made it easier for them to make that decision, knowing that at, at for Atlanta, that they think that they're if they're on that trajectory and they have this young core of those two in the backcourt, DeAndre Hunter, uh, a Kwangu at the center position in the event that Clint Capella is gone. And they're going to have to pay everybody. But uh, you've already talked about it. John Collins, Kevin Herter, we've seen and, and Clint Capella, their names have been out there as far as trade discussions go. They got, I think they'll figure it out. Travis Schlenk will figure it out. But that's why I think they were willing to do it because you see what Drew Holiday meant to the Bucks during their championship run as well. So great job by both sides. Uh, San Antonio, again, continues to rebuild. They got three first-round draft picks this past draft last week. They're going to keep all three, and they're just going to continue to replenish that cupboard there that they have and try to improve this team and build it back up. However far it goes but a good job overall and that makes the atlanta hawks a tough out in the eastern conference as well so when we talk about the Sixers being top four top five you now have to include atlanta in that conversation because of the the ability to have the scoring and the defense that Dejounte murray and let's not forget a triple double he almost averaged for this past season really good pickup for the atlanta hawks but keith we got to go man let you get started uh and get things going as we get ready for today's action in the NBA with all that could go down, not only around the NBA, but with the Philadelphia 76ers and what's next with them by 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as free agency gets underway. Thanks, everybody, for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. On our next episode, we'll try to give you the latest on what the Sixers have done, making it official with P.J. Tucker and possibly others. Now, make your second listen Locked On NBA Locked on experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday. And less than 30 minutes is free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, let the people know before we step away where they can find us, especially you, where you, you know, all this breaking nah, news. Brother, you, nah, that's you, you the man. You the man. I'm just that scrub. I'm the squirrel trying to get a nut. <laughs> but listen, now where you can find us, like what D said, wherever you get your podcast at, you can subscribe to this podcast. But if you want to get our Locked On 76ers, youtube channel podcast you click on to our youtube channel and once you see the liberty bell click on that and you will become a subscriber right we need some more of you guys so do us a favor and do that but lock in folks but this morning 
if you guys, I know you guys are listening to this soon when you get done this, or you can put this thing on pause. You got to turn to 97.5 this morning from 6 a.m. to 10, right? And you're going to have my man D on the air uh, talking on talking about some of the stuff we're talking here. Also, you can pick up a Philadelphia Inquirer. You can go to inquire.com all day. You can, you can uh, go there and you'll see some Sixers coverage and you can buy a hard copy if you like. But what I really want y'all to do is I want you to go to Twitter and follow my man D at DivineG975 and you can follow me at Pompey on Sixers on Twitter. And as we always say, do it today, people. Definitely do it today. James Harden did it yesterday. Now let's see what the 76ers do today, people, today. Keith, great work as always, man. Always fun to be with you. I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about tomorrow. Thanks, man. All right, bro. Peace. All right. You got it.